Hello, Internet! Welcome to another episode of Geek Fanthology. I am... I can't think of anything thematic to describe myself as this week. Neil Cordray, joined per usual by... Michael. The one true Ben. Wookie. And today, we're going to be talking about Marvel's Luke Cage. Yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, same Good job on the official title, Marvel's Luke Cage. Not just Luke Cage. All right. Marvel's did I say Marvel's? You did. You did. They trained you well, Neil. I didn't even notice. <laughs> Dear God. Um, <laughs> so I hear a lot of people say Netflix is Luke Cage. It's like, no, it doesn't say that. It says Marvel's Luke Cage. To, uh, because it's the burning question in everyone's mind. What's Neil drinking tonight? I would, I would be <laughs> drinking scotch in, in, theme with, uh, in, in theme with the show, because everyone was drinking scotch. Um, but I don't want to drink all the rest of my scotch, so I'm drinking rum and coke. A little too much rum in it. No Not enough thing. coke. This is why the rum is always gone. Yes. I think maybe later I'll make myself a virgin rum and coke and just try that out for size, too. Uh, <laughs> you mean coke? Shh. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. Secret recipe. Right? He's going to drink everything of the alcohol into the glass. <laughs> so, in any case, um, same basic format as, uh, as Magnificent Seven. We'll talk initially spoiler-free. Uh, then there will be some music, and then we will come in with the spoilers. Although, admittedly, by the time this is going up, everyone who cares about it being spoiled will have already seen it. But still, we're gonna we're gonna still be nice. We live in the things. age of binge. Yeah, the, the show that killed Netflix for yeah, the three show hours. that crashed Netflix <laughs> yeah, on, on the Saturday it came out, which was damn impressive. Yeah, no doubt. Like busting through a wall. Yeah, <laughs> busting through that internet wall. Yeah, something right. So yeah, speaking of binge, okay, so. I think of all of us, I finished it the first. I finished it before uh, the internet broke Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, Damn. what you're saying is you're partially responsible. Uh, yeah. You are culpable, sir. Well, it started by like 2.03 a.m. Because there is on my Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I was proud of myself. It was a whole like three or four days before I actually watched the entire thing. With Daredevil, <laughs> it was like a day. Right. Two days. Exactly. Tops. See, with Daredevil, it was like that day. I was just like... I went and Daredevil and Stranger Things, and I. I uh, oh yeah, Stranger Things. Oh boy. Yeah, I still haven't even watched that. I feel like I should. Well, if you're is not it like Twin Peaks, it is like Twin Peaks, ET. Um, it pays homage to a lot. of Little bit of Gremlins in there. Perhaps. Every yeah. Amblin film ever made in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I see. <laughs> it's, it's good. Yeah, it is. It is, and it is. It is very, especially if, if you grew up in the eighties or if you were around in the eighties. Or have was a not, special but, uh, nostalgia for the 80s perhaps a future episode. Yeah, but um, but yeah, with their with I feel like uh, the next episode things. we need we should record something where we don't just sing the praises of something for an hour and a half. <laughs> Let's talk about something we hate. Yeah, no. yeah. Uh, I would like <laughs> no. I seriously would like to talk about something we hate just to tear something to shreds for an hour. I have an idea. Let's do an episode on the Star Wars holiday special. That would be a Christmas episode. Oh, there, I yes. like it. I like it. Yeah. It's not that far off. <laughs> we can beat the rush. <laughs> and we don't invite my girlfriend because she actually likes it. Oh. As far as I'm convinced, that is like evidence that she is like a pure soul. That like, she <laughs> yeah. can find joy even in that. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. has this thing where it, it's not completely universal, but most things that have more than one, like duology, trilogy, whatever, the one that's considered the worst, a lot of times is her favorite. Yeah. She like Phantom Menace too. 
I even like the prequels. It's just not my favorite. I like two and three. Her, I'm not too big a fan. Her of favorite fan Star Wars is Empire, so I turned to right. Okay. Hey, there you go. Well, well done. Well, okay. Well, Lacey's is. In any case, well, so. how long? How far did we get um, off track? Two minutes. Just <laughs> a little. We went to a galaxy far, far away. It's all owned by the same people. <laughs> that's now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> see, let's bring it like back it. in. Let's bring it back in. Lawyers. So yeah, uh, um, Luke. Yeah. Hey. So I started it at two at two in the morning, and finished it before the internet died, <laughs> before the internet killed killed. Um, I, I did the same thing with. Um, Marvel, you know, basically I went um, with uh, Stranger Things. I started it, went and worked out, came back home, finished it. <laughs> See, I, I started it and I got through like four episodes in one go. And then my girlfriend, who had not seen Jessica Jones yet, promised that she would, if I would help her marathon through that, and then we jump on the Luke Cage, but then she would only be able to sit through two episodes at a time before she starts passing out. So I think so, there's a lot of so, women that would like to jump on Luke Cage. <laughs> <laughs> so sweet Christmas. I essentially said, "Screw it, I'll just watch it twice and marathon the rest of it the next." And, including days. Jessica Jones. Spoilers. Right. For Jessica Jones, though. Um, although interestingly enough, I still comics, have not. Yeah. Although interestingly enough, I still haven't seen all of Jessica Jones. Mm. I literally could not get through it. Um. Jessica Jones is a hard See, one. Kilgrave really affected me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kilgrave was... Oh, it affects oh. a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, a lot of... Yeah. I think that's one uh, that we're going to talk even a little bit about. We shouldn't have to worry about spoilers. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's past yeah. the statute of limitations yeah. on yeah. spoilers, I think. <laughs> yeah, because we, we got a whole other season out. But there uh, are... Uh, what? There's another season out already? Well... Uh, Blue Cage. Oh, yeah, well, it just means season. like another Marvel show. Right. But yeah. since they're all connected, it's like another season. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, it really is. But I, but I missed a thing that apparently was important in Luke, up to Luke Cage in Jessica Jones, so that was interesting. But we'll get to that right. in spoiler territory. Yes, yes. indeed. Uh, initially, sure. Initial thoughts. We do. Wanna, I do want to try and keep us at least marginally on task. Well, the consensus right. seems to be that it's uh, very watchable and hard to stop it's watching. great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good. And, and the thing is, is, and this is the thing that I Reiner. really had a hard time um, sympathizing with, is a lot of people going, oh, that's racist because everybody's black. But it's not just a black story. Also, not everybody was black. True. Most of them were. Most but it of them made were. sense. I think mo- sense. most, yeah, most things you'd find online yeah. are, are It was people set in freaking Harlem. Yeah. So you I mean, had... Yeah, this, yeah. Is a, this is a... Yeah, yeah, you had primarily African-American individuals along with um, some Hispanic-American individuals. Right, and, you know... The, the, and, and then there's... Were they Cubanos or Mexicanos? Were they Cubanos or Mexicanos? Actually, I think there was a little bit of both. There's yeah. a little bit of both, yeah. yeah Although, I mean, like, the main, there the main Cuban, guy. Puerto Ricans, Mexicans. Yeah. No, I mean the main guy, uh, Domingo. 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 I think he was... Uh, I want to say he was Puerto Rican. Uh, he was Puerto Rican. Oh, he was Puerto Rican? He was, okay. The, the flag um, in, in his uh, gym. You're right. Right, right. Okay. Um, <laughs> At least as best, to my, as best to my knowledge without looking up the internet because I can't find my phone. Right, of course. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Harlem itself was more than just background. It was a character. Yes, it, it was. Formed yeah. ev- almost every single character in in the in the show. And I point out the most important thing with that is they actually shot in Harlem. They yeah. didn't, they didn't yeah. go to some place and try to kind of make it passable. They didn't yeah. jaunt up to Canada. They weren't for... doing San Francisco doubling, which is the TV tropes trope about it, which is yeah. where San Francisco gets cast as every single large city. 
Right. right. It's amazing how how, <laughs> how England looks absolutely nothing like North, you know, Southern California. Yeah, yeah prop, props for the authenticity with oh, the, the shooting and everything. I mean, well, and, and they, you also look at a lot of the names that were associated with it off screen. And they, you know, they have roots in that, you know, in, in that yeah. community, um, you know, and in the, the music, the culture. You even get, I mean, you get a, uh, and, and as a writer, this is something I found very, very cool, is you get a, uh, a crash course in the Harlem Renaissance authors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, there's some nice little, you know, lines where they, you know, they quote stuff and name drop and everything. So and people that are familiar get a little extra out of it. I actually looked at, this is minor spoiler territory, but not, not so big to worry about it. And I want to say it's episode two, when... Cage is thinking about packing up and running. Um, spoiler alert, because the series is 13 episodes long, he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> you mean the hero, the, the, the titular hero doesn't run away? Yeah, it doesn't run away in the second Shocking. episode. The series doesn't end right there. Shocking. But when, when he's packing, he's packing, he's packing like Langston Hughes, and that was the only, that's the only name I can remember because I'm not as well read in black <laughs> literature as I should be. Uh, but... <laughs> and, and, yeah, he, and they quote a lot of, oh, yeah. a lot of authors. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and the music. Yeah. God, the music was awesome. The music, the soul, the funk, the R&B, the you know, even, jazz. Yeah, oh, the jazz. See, the jazz hit me hard. I've, I've always been, I've always had a, you know, mm. a little, bit, little, little soft spot for jazz. Um, and, you, you know, and the acts that we saw in the Harlem... Uh, uh, in Harlem's Paradise? Harlem's Paradise, Paradise right. Every oh. single one of those groups, I will point out, is an actual, yep. legitimate musical right. group. And they, and yeah, I mean, they were some... You can some find amazing. their albums out there. Yeah, uh, and and just some amazing performances within the show. Mm-hmm. And, and that just helps um, sell the authenticity. The fact that yeah. they didn't just kind of throw some people together to and chase a sound. They took some established real musicians. Mm-hmm. And it, it made, to me, it made, uh, it made the character of Cottonmouth more relatable. Because it was, you know, it was, you could see this, this, the musician in him. Yeah, I mean, you, you get into, when we get into spoiler territory, we'll, we can expand on that more. But basically, as the series progresses, you learn more and more about Cottonmouth, and uh-huh. it makes more sense yeah. why he's paying such attention to these mm-hmm. musical acts. Right. I mean, it's just, yeah. As opposed to just simple narcissism of running the club and yeah, getting, hey, yeah. look at me, I can book these big names. But also the language. The language was was distinctly Harlem without getting too far into uh, into pop culture slang. Yeah. yeah. Because there was a cadence and a uh, and a in vernacular that that is Harlem. Mm-hmm. By the way, I, I like to point out I think they made a really uh, intelligent choice by opening it in the barbershop and establishing those dynamics and those cadences and the, mm-hmm. just the basic relationships and stuff. Even though you yeah. don't know much about these characters yet, you get the vibe, you get the idea. Oh, yeah. It kind of feels like you're like you're pulling up a chair and listening. Right. You know? Like, you kind of get the feel of, like, the neighborhood and the crowd, and that kind of yeah. sets yeah. the whole tone for the show. It really does. It, it means you care about characters really quick. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah just in a heartbeat. And that I think that goes a lot to the direction of the show. You know, yeah, and, and a character can just say a couple lines, and you immediately fall for them as a character. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a similar a similar thing that when you look at shows like <coughs> Daredevil and Jessica Jones is 
they do they make smart choices to make you kind of feel like you're in, to some extent in the shoes of the main character yeah. in like the way they shoot the show and like some choices they make like with with Daredevil where you know it can be kind of like dark and claustrophobic and menacing and it's like he's constantly basically you know brooding over how terrible the city and specifically the neighborhood is and he wants to do something about it and in Luke Cage I, I feel like <clears throat> it sets up that moment where it's like okay you know these are kind of like these salt of the earth guys just kind of shooting the shit talking sports and stuff and you hey, feel relaxed <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am I keeping a tracker that. I'm going to keep track by the way Which I think I probably missed the one or two but uh, okay, already pop. but uh, yeah but I, I think, but it's like my my point with that was, uh, you in a short period of time, you feel okay, like this is worth protecting. Like you feel protective. Over yeah, it. yeah. It immediately gets you into the state. So whenever show. something happens, you're like, oh, there's drugs being there's uh, there's guns being run, there's drugs being run, there's bad things happening. You're like, hey, this is inherently offensive because you have something, this tiny little piece of peace, uh, peace in a sea of chaos, and you're like, let's try to preserve this. So know, that was right? actually one of the things that I liked about uh, spoilers. So never mind. <laughs> well, I'm that. that. Yeah, yeah. that. Yes. But yeah, I think that was the thing is that you get the stakes, and I think they right. with with the with two seasons of Daredevil, with the season of Jessica Jones under their belt, they, they know what they're doing. At this point. Yeah, yeah, they were able to do that in the first scene. You know, when you see Luke coming out, and, you know, and you know, spoilers, uh, sweeping the floors, <laughs> you know. Yeah, pops. spoilers for the, fir- for the first five <laughs> seconds of the first episode. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're well done. We're okay on episode one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, and, and you see, and well, even in that first episode, you see how deeply the character, you know, Luke, is invested in Harlem. Even though he's not actually from Harlem. Even though he's not exactly. Yeah, but see, that's know, the thing is... I think that's another theme of the show is the place that you choose to be, mm-hmm. you choose to make your home, that means so much more than where you happen to be born. Yeah, like yeah, Those are choices. Those are lifestyles. It's not just, oh, this is where I happen to be from. And we, ha- and we see that happen to, uh, to at least one other character who ends up investing in Harlem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but we'll get into that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it, we, you know, we, the show did a really good job of, if you have virtually no knowledge or particular love of Harlem just because of lack of ex, uh, exposure. any exposure. Yeah, yeah, I have very little knowledge of yeah, Harlem. One episode, and you you give a shit about Harlem, and then right. throughout the rest of the series, you care about <laughs> what happens. Yeah. And yeah. you learn about the history yeah, it's of cool. Harlem. Yeah, it kind of takes you on a little journey. And, and, and the characters, I think, the character, they give you characters that are meant to be emulated. Yeah. I gotta say, one thing I think I really liked about uh, Luke Cage as opposed to uh, Daredevil or Jessica Jones, mm-hmm. uh, something that I noticed at least was a lot more happened in the daytime. <laughs> it yes. was a lot less dark. It's a very good point, actually. Um, yeah, yeah it, and it's something they bring out early on. Yeah. Because he doesn't wear a mask. Yeah, I was gonna say that's part of yeah. the theme is and out you, in the open. Yeah. Just, and and it, if, we, if we look at themes, Daredevil wears a mask. Yeah. And the show is named after his alter ego. Yep. Jessica right. Jones does not wear a mask, so it's not on that. Luke Cage right. does not wear a mask. It's a lot on that. But yeah, right. he is, yeah. you know, and it's almost like this emergence from shadows to light. Yeah, yeah. You got Daredevil, which is almost all in the dark. You got Jessica Jones, which is a little more open, but out there. Well, that's, see, that, yeah. that, that also kind of just seems like that's kind of showcases their differing 
crime-fighting philosophies. Daredevil is more of a Batman type where he's like, I must keep people in fear and beat the shit out of everyone so that we can... Deal for a three a job. Well, that too. But that goes beyond just it taking place yeah. at night, though. It's his whole yeah. outlook and approach to it. Where right. he just constantly is making them fear him and they put him in the hospital. Whereas Luke Cage... He does what he has to do, but he doesn't relish beating people up. And he tries, he you know, makes sure he doesn't so kill anybody. It's easy for him. And that's the thing. I did. I did not see him punch a human being with a closed fist. Right. No, he's always <laughs> slapping people around. <laughs> yeah. And knocking yeah, them out. Yeah. He has the capability of doing the most damage out of the guys we've had so far. And he actually does the least. I don't know. Jessica Jones is up there. She's, she's also super she's strong. on par with yeah, with Luke she, Cage. Yeah. She just doesn't have the durability, right? And and I think that's I think that's the thing is just, Jessica Jones can hit you with a with a closed fist and not kill you. Um, Luke, <clears throat> Luke is stronger. He is uh, and, not a lot, but he is stronger, and yeah. the durability goes into that too. His fists feel even harder because he can put more into it. Right. right. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, we see him bleed a couple of times, and it's extraordinary, and they make it extraordinary when that happens but yeah I think that's the thing is of all of them he is I mean he Luke he's Cage the strongest is, but the least violent yeah, <laughs> yeah. well he, okay when he is violent he is he doesn't have much choice but to be ultra violent yeah but there's a lot of there's a lot more property damage mm-hmm. whereas with <coughs> oh, Jessica yeah. Jones it is human damage right, right. Um, but I four door uh, yeah Jessica's door <laughs> Jessica's door <laughs> in her apartment <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, I've seen first episode Jessica Jones. Yeah, which is you know again straight to the comic book. Yeah, yeah, and and I'll, and something else I want to bring up to this. Um, at one point, this is one of my big my big you know uh, things peeves with Quesada as the uh, editor for the Marvel comics. It's is because that, it's Joe Quesada, but still, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, um, he is like continuity. You know, that's for fanboys, blah, blah, blah. However, the secret behind the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the, and the Marvel Netflix Universe, or the Netflix Cinematic Universe. Well, they're all the same universe, actually. It's just yeah. different yeah. aspect of. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We're connected. But um, <laughs> the incident, anyways, um, <coughs> yes. the, uh, the continuity between them, you know, is so, you are watching Basically, what Netflix has done is is successfully co-opt the telenovela. <laughs> uh, but by the way, coincidentally, it should be pointed out that Luke Cage occurs after Codename Jessica Jones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of time lining, yeah, they're re- right. the way they're releasing is where they take place in the timeline. Right. Yeah, it's all been uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's all been chronological so far, right? But yeah, it's. It, but yeah, I love that Harlem is such a big part of it. I love yeah. the music, the culture, and, and you, 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 you know, you see that it is distinctly American, without being, without being so far, uh, so far, um, focused, so tightly focused. Yeah, that they, they capture the essence without making it cartoony, without being try-hard about it or preachy, which is very difficult to yeah, do, because yeah. you only have so much time to fit all this stuff in there. And yeah. I would like to point out that my take on this, which admittedly is of, um, is from the perspective of a middle-class white man, 
I feel like despite the fact that they took Luke Cage, who was developed initially as a black exploitation character, mm-hmm. I feel like they actually made a, de- a pretty good role model for the average black American these days. Oh, now, yeah. I could be totally wrong about that. Please don't hate me if I am there any of our black fans. There are people who would disagree, because I saw complaints about making a hero who was a black guy in a hoodie. <laughs> I, but that was the point. But I think that was kind of the point. Yeah, that was, in fact, entirely yeah, the point. Yeah, they're missing the point. Yeah. And by the way, just as a quick aside here, anyone in a, anyone with a hoodie pulled up, regardless of their size or shape or color, is inherently suspicious because when you do that, hey, you can't see their face anymore. And people that are burglarizing and carjacking and committing other crimes... It's cold outside. <laughs> right? Well, it wasn't cold outside when he was wearing his hoodie, though. Actually, it was. Was it? <clears throat> yeah, it mm-hmm. takes place around now when it came out it takes in place New York. In New York, you oh, can okay. see, you can see also from yes, the, it was some, fall. Of the, some of the light angles. Yeah, um, it was it was fall or it was winter. Everybody else was wearing heavy coats too. Yeah, um, but yeah, and, and the hoodie. Maybe I'm just crazy though. <laughs> the hoodie. Uh, yeah, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we'll get to else, that. Though. What else about the show? Broad face the atmosphere was amazing. The casting was really well done. Yeah. Netflix, the the people, the, the showrunners at at Netflix's uh, interactions with the Marvel uh, <coughs> thingies, license. Uh, yeah, the Marvel license properties have been doing a really really good job. Um, Amazon Prime, you have some big shoes to fill. Come Runaways. <laughs> yeah. And I, which I will I say though, they were doing that. I am really looking forward to Runaways. I, I believe in, uh, <coughs> I believe in healthy competition. So the more amazing shows are out there, the more it'll push the other to, yeah. you know, yeah. step up to the plate. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. FX is doing Legion. Is it? Yeah. <clears throat> the uh, the Legion of Superheroes? No, Legion, Marvel. Uh, it's uh, Xavier's son. Hmm. Oh. He thinks he's crazy because he can hear people's... Uh, I'm completely uh, unaware of this. I'm but, not familiar with this one either, and I thought I was pretty much up to... Uh, that I was like pretty... I think it's supposed to be like another team of X-Men, only they're unofficial, and it was just called Legion. Mm-hmm. But See, yeah, what, the only thing I think of when I hear Legion is the Legion of Superheroes from DC. Right, which I think we're supposed to actually be seeing. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, other things about Luke Cage, the action sequences. The action Very, yeah. Very... I, 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 all of the, I feel like a lot of the action was very methodical and plodding because that's Luke Cage's style. Right. Yeah. Luke Cage doesn't usually run. <laughs> no, he, doesn't, he doesn't run. He doesn't dodge. He doesn't duck. He just kind of keeps going. He just, yeah. yeah. He is the irresistible force. And, um, and I think that, I think that they played very well to his style, which was essentially, seriously, guys, you're gonna keep yeah, shooting yeah. at me. Yeah, come on, like, I just bought this hoodie. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. My one of my favorite times. I'm about tired of always having to buy new clothes. Yeah. Um, but, Spoilers, but, but, the, but yeah, yeah that was it, in the trailer though. Yeah. yeah okay, I was in the trailer. Fine. <laughs> so, but um, the thing is, is yeah, they they did his action sequences. In a style that fitted, just like they did with Jessica Jones yeah. and with Daredevil. Yeah, what we're going to see with Iron Fist. Oh yeah, and looking forward to Iron Fist. Yeah, you know it kind of reminds me of uh, some of the Superman tropes because the danger and the stakes are the other people getting hurt yeah. and killed in the crossfire. 
Because right. Luke Cage can take a million bullets, but every time the bullets start flying, he's nervous because he's like, okay, how many people are getting hit right yeah. now? Yeah, where are the ricochets going? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's and, like, they, oh. and they do a good job with that. Right. Because they show in several instances where people are shooting at him and getting hit right. by their buddy's shots. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and or, it also goes back well, a little bit to what that we talked about. Well. Damn it! Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> That's cool for me. Uh, <laughs> back when we talked about animated DC and we talked about how Superman, uh, that speech about how to treat the world like it was made of cardboard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Luke has to do cardboard. the same thing. Yeah. So it's not, I can beat everything so I'm going to. He actually has to be careful that other people don't get hurt anytime he's out. Which goes right. back to the trope of uh, one of his greatest enemies being himself. Yeah. Just like with Superman, like, if he gets tricked by Lex Luthor, gets mind controlled or whatever, then his reputation suffers, and then he can't do his job as well. Right. And that's one of the themes, without getting into spoiler territory, yeah. we can explore it more later, but one of the themes of the show is Luke Cage's reputation as a resource and thing, that he, that's one of his biggest battles, and how is just see his him. name. Because he chooses to put his actual name out there. Right. So it well, takes a lot of guts to do that. Yeah, right? and I think that is his, and that, and that is the thing where the stakes go high, is that it's, it's not about the body of Harlem. It's not about the heart the, and soul, man. It's yeah, about it's, soul. it's all about the soul. And you, yeah, and you, you don't win that with superpowers. Right. You don't win that with diamond hard skin. You know. Um, but yeah, you're getting you, him confused with Emma Frost. <laughs> <laughs> but no, not diamond skin, diamond heart. But um, the but the the action sequence I was thinking going was. Luke Cage moves much slower through his action sequences. Because mm-hmm. uh, Jessica Jones, we see her moving quickly. She will dodge punches. He won't. Um, she's not bulletproof. She's not bulletproof. Exactly. <laughs> Jessica is faster, a little bit more chaotic. She can yeah, fly slower, slower, more methodical. Mm-hmm. And then Daredevil was quick and precise. I, th- yeah, I think, <laughs> by the way, doesn't it, I want to make the observation here, that really mirrors their psyches. Yeah. Because yeah. Daredevil is a precise, a lawyer. Like, yeah. he's like, he knows exactly how he's going to hit and when he's going to hit. And Jessica Jones is kind of a hard-drinking, unstable personality at this point. Mm-hmm. So she's right. just kind of like flinging spaghetti at the wall and hoping yeah. it turns out okay. <laughs> right. And Luke Cage is this calm-centered guy who has confidence and just kind of plods through. Very well-read, very intelligent, too. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and very much salt of the earth fellow yeah and i think that's one of the things i like about him is that he knows what he's fighting for he cares about what he's fighting for mm-hmm. and he is constantly making himself a better person and i also think what's interesting which is, uh, which is a role model for anybody not yeah. just you know we're so talking like, about like harlem and like you know potential like social issues and commentary and stuff i find it interesting that he was a former police officer so he has he, that's not spoilers but i've almost said it's something. part yeah it's part of Character background that, that's been comics for years. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's that makes really that makes it interesting because he has experience on both sides of the blue line and mm-hmm. has that perspective to share with everyone. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. So yeah, I mean about the show. I mean I think we've covered everything that we like about the show itself without getting without, into the yeah, talking. Yeah, I think so. yeah. So mental gen, are we good with some? Spo- are we good with uh, hanging this on a rack and going to spoiler territory now? Let's do it. I would love to go into. Let's spoiler. go get our visa right. stamp for spoilers. All aboard! Speed ahead!
and we are back after some awesome funky music. Well, I hope, assuming I can find some. <laughs> and yes, I will leave that in there. Uh, <laughs> Behind the scenes, yes. Just I do have to. I do actually have to locate and and unless it's already created, listed under Creative Commons license attribution, uh, and without the without the non commercial tag, um, I have to actually make sure that we can use it. That's why I use so much of uh, Kevin McLeod's music. Thank you, Kevin, by the way, for making everything you have on your website. Uh, just we have to attribute to you. Thank you for being uh, awesome. Yes. yes. We're bringing Denoise, you bring the 100% legally approved phone. Yeah, you find us at some point, uh, and, 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 you know, we, we, we'll, we'll set I, you up yeah. somehow. <laughs> I mean, I put, I put your, I put your uh, attribution on my website every, every uh, week or so, so there's that. In any so, case. Spoiler time. Spoiler, spoiler alerts going forward for Luke Cage Season 1. We are in if, spoiler territory. Honestly, though, at, like I said at the beginning, if you care about spoilers, you've seen it at this point. Yeah, but at least by the time that this is going live, hopefully, um, yeah, you better have <laughs> because the people who care about spoilers are the people who are planning on watching it, um, and the people who are planning on watching it are probably going to planning on be planning on marathoning. It's only thirteen hours, right? If that, because it's actually not quite an hour long. Yeah, my girlfriend's only halfway through. Well, you know, but she doesn't listen to this anyway. Why not? She has other things she'd rather do. <laughs> that hurts me right here. <laughs> I know, hurts me right me here. Too. Okay, so spoilers. Um, sweet Christmas, I love this. Uh, this was a great show. Yeah, um, it was. Uh, I, I want to say the first thing that I really thought was great, fantastic, was how they paid an homage to the original stupid <laughs> Power Man suit. Yeah. Yes. With yes. the afro and the tiara yeah. and the chains. Yeah. One of the best lines of the entire series like a damn fool. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if you're if you're, if you're uh, quoting. That's yeah. that's, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Now, I think Claire kept asking him about what kind of color, what kind of yellow was it? Was it mustard yellow? Yeah. yeah. It was freaking canary yellow. Was what it was. Yeah. It was ugly. Yeah, and, and you know, bearing in mind there, there's the a original, black canary joke in there somewhere. Yeah. Well, bearing in mind the original Luke Cage, uh, Power Man, Hero for Hire. Uh, was yeah. a heavy back black exploitation gear. Yeah, it was. Like Speaking of which, people kept trying to hire the guy. Yeah, they kept trying to hire. <laughs> they kept him. making references. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah, and yeah, I'm and no he, hero. Pay me. Uh, yeah, exactly. Use <laughs> that, that shit. shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I said, I don't even care. I don't care if it's quotes or not. That's six and seven. Well, Pop wouldn't care. Uh, oh, by the way, just he a, cared about shit. Uh, <laughs> an amusing yeah. little aside in the the Marvel Heroes uh, computer game when you play Deadpool, one of the things he comes in, when he comes across Luke Cage character, he goes, hero for hire. That's just a mercenary with clever branding. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. He makes, yeah. a, he makes a valid point. But yeah, yeah and, and it's, they pay homage to almost all of the original Luke Cage. Pop, uh, Pop calls him Power Man. Power Man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and it just, they, and Pop, oh, that was a character I was, most sympathetic. I was so mad when he died. I was oh, so yeah. non-surprised when yeah, he died. so surprised because because <laughs> episode one, I'm like, well, this mentor has to tragically die. Clearly, right? Yeah, <laughs> as he was the mentor figure. Yeah, 
It was one of the things I loved about the show is that most of it was not predictable, except that was that was one he of the few the things that was very had, predictable. Uh, yeah, true. yeah, he was the Obi Wan, no doubt. Uh, but I also loved the reaction when Cottonmouth found out that yeah, what's his name had killed Tone, Tone, Tone. Yeah, when Tone had killed Pop, he threw him off the friggin' roof. <laughs> he was like, yeah, that was. He's like, what? You killed Pop? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was in the way. He stepped know. up. He took dudes in the way. He's in the way. <laughs> All right. A casualty well. of war. Okay. Yeah, casualty. Casualty of war. Like this? And just chucks him off a third-story roof. Yeah. Tells and, and, Turk, you can go collect your money from him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take it up with Tone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going back to Hell's Kitchen. Y'all are crazy. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> I'm not counting Hell's Kitchen. And he Kitchen. sets that up so well. That's the thing is, is Cottonmouth, as a character, on the one hand, you, you know, you, you, got, you try to hate him. You can't hate him very but well. He's, but he ends up always being <clears throat> so... just walks up to the edge of being sympathetic, you know? And when you see his past, you find out why he is the way he is. You right. can't help but feel for him. And you said yeah. something earlier that I was like, I'll talk about that when we get to spoiler territory. He never he never pushed drugs. Right. Yeah. He, because he was, Mom Abel never pushed drugs. Exactly. Right. It was it yeah. was it was anathema to yeah. guns, guns Harlem, and protection Harlem. were his yeah. main Guns, protection, and horse. Right. Yeah. Horse too. Yeah. Yeah. Guns, protection, and prostitution. I mean, yeah. those were his. But no, you kept yeah. the streets clean. Right. right? And at least and, the drugs. Yeah. And that, <laughs> that was the thing. It's because the the in Harlem, drugs have, were always the biggest thing that. That destroyed more black lives. Well, in his own twisted way, he was like, "Oh, well, I'm going to become this benevolent overlord, and I'm going to shape Harlem the way it should be shaped." So, in his yeah. mind, he wasn't the bad guy. Right. So he, he was, was like, "No drugs," because that's like the system, the man bringing Harlem down. He was trying yeah. to become the Godfather, yeah. essentially. And 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 that the thing is, is in in and he was trying to have so Mariah be the you know the face, face, right? And in Cottonmouth, we could clearly see a villain who really did see himself. As the hero in his own. By the way, this echoes Kingpin in Daredevil big time, mm-hmm. yeah. big time. Because yeah, Kingpin, I'm going to you know I'm going to remake the city in my own image. Now Kingpin you know. had more resources and had much larger ambition, but right. you know because he was the Kingpin. <laughs> yeah, right. there's a reason he's but, named but Kingpin. But then again, but then again, Harlem, I, I you know, Kingpin had more more money, more acreage, but Harlem was like the gem in that. Yeah. Of New York. Oh yeah. You know. Well, it's not know. a criticism. It's just an observation. Yeah. No. I mean, it's saying is, is is what what they wanted. It was. It's it's a place that I, you know that I felt I fell more in love with Harlem than I did with Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was like I said, I'm not like counting Hell's Kitchen. Hell's the, Kitchen. Yeah. I am not counting Hell's Kitchen. Uh, the name <laughs> for the square jar. Because that's it's, uh, that it's is you know, it's official name. It's, right. Have you looked at the size of Hell's Kitchen? It really is not that big. Yeah, it's just a few blocks. That's why it's just a kitchen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Daredevil and Jessica share it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's um, because it is Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Right, yeah. And, you know, there is no getting out of the kitchen if you can't stand the heat. Um, I think I think the difference on the portrayal of Hell's Kitchen in um, Harlem is that with Hell's Kitchen, it seems like the emphasis more on just, like, the mood and, like, the mm-hmm. lighting and ambiance and just a lot of, like... Uh, intangible things. Right. Whereas with Harlem, it's like, hey, here's a famous place. Here are named streets and like memorials, yeah. and it's like it becomes right. a real place to you. You well, can Hell's actually find a real stuff. place too. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, Hell's Kitchen is. Yeah, well, with Harlem, Harlem is the bigger contributor to American culture. Yeah, uh, I, I think in a lot of ways, it, it's not culture. one of our. It, it's like what we said earlier. Hell, uh, 
Hell's Kitchen is a place. Harlem was an actual character in the show. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. pretty much sums it up. And I think, um, but then, yeah, Pops dying, you knew that had to happen because he was the mentor. But, you know, they were really hard on secondary characters. You know, I mean. Kill a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, they killed a lot of them. Did we even mention Shades in our initial tirade? We talked about them. It was too bit. easy to get into spoilers. Yeah, yeah that's Shades true. is like, yeah. Because Shades is the guy like that the if perfect, they listen... He's the perfect bad guy. I would, like, I would like to go on record before we're too far interested in spoilers. Uh, for anyone who hasn't quite given up on us yet, even though they don't want to listen to spoilers, the guy who played Shades... The, Shades was my favorite character in the entire show. Mine too. He was I, 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 I liked Luke a lot. I loved Cage. Or not Cage, Shades. <laughs> the, yeah. No, um, I could watch a show... Centered around the chase. <laughs> he had his head on right. Yeah. Well, he's he was, the most interesting character, I think. Yeah. And he's the only person that had, that had even a lick of sense of all the villains. He's the only one who read the old rules. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. He told Cottonmouth, dude, let it go. Yeah. Um, he told Diamondback, dude, let, let it go. go. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. It didn't work. It made Mariah step up. Yeah. Yeah. His theme song is most definitely let it go. Yeah. And Mariah's the only one who actually listened to him. And look, she made it to the end of the show. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? and I find that fitting that like his whole like. Well, I mean, technically, Diamondback made it to the end of the show too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, with him setting up that he's going to probably end up going through the Power Man, uh, so he doesn't need transformation that, that well. made it look like his comic book room. Yeah. Yeah. Which still looked cool. Well, I mean, it yeah. was in, it was implied that that was that's something that yeah. happened because. Uh, the doctor was like, maybe your blood, maybe it only ever would have worked for you. And you know, here's his half brother. We could try it with right. him. Right. That was the clear implication <laughs> at the end of the show. Right. 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 Which that whole thing that uh, I, I love, you know, because not all of it took place in Harlem. About what four episodes? About three or four were yeah, in Georgia. 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 You know, which. And you better be thankful I'm not the one with superpowers because I would have done a lot more than just throwing a, than just throwing a tractor through your bar. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. And and uh, Claire's great. Oh, Claire, Claire's yeah. great. Yeah. And Claire, I, I love how she's now a carryover from three series. I didn't realize uh, my my comic book knowledge wasn't strong enough. I, I watched a video that had some Easter eggs and stuff, and apparently she is like the night nurse, which Claire is Claire like is the night nurse. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is actually a character in. The comics, which is essentially like the combat medic to superheroes. Yeah. And I she love her the, character. She's arc. the medic that all the superheroes go to because she will keep their secret identities secret. And one of Cottonmouth's right. people actually refers to her as the Night Nurse. Yeah, that was, right. the, that was yeah. the Easter egg. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, <laughs> that was a little uh, wink and a nod was, there. And speaking of Shades, the only person who really gets one up on Shades, or oh, people yeah. yes. who get one up on Shades, are Claire and Misty Knight. Yeah. Right. And Misty's they injured. The crap out of her. Night and the night nurse. Yeah. Yeah. Because and Misty's injured. She's only got one hand. <laughs> you know. I and one of her veins completely tied off with what was it, dental floss? Yeah. 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 You know, in which Claire pulled. You know, Adam was talking about talk about pulling out something out of your ass. You know, that's emergency surgery that will keep you Ten. alive. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Sorry, no nine. Nine. Um, but that moment was one of my I, favorite moments when they have that little bonding exchange afterwards. Yeah, like, oh, where did you learn to fight? You know, yeah. oh, my dad, my uncle. They just kind of sat. It's kind of like that mo- that moment in war movies where like they're really injured and they they're just taking a moment to like decompress. You know, yeah. Might be a little Steve. bit of a of a hospital scene from the from the Big Red One almost. I haven't seen that movie in years. 
years. I read the book. Well, it's here from the Big Red One. Uh, <laughs> <But> <laughs> and like half the, yeah, half the, yeah, the yeah, exactly. if I'm recalling it right, it's been a long time yeah. since I've seen it too. I thought the whole, where'd you learn to fight? My dad, huh. my uncle was a lot like Spider-Man and Cap. Where are you from, kid? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. From Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was a, that was a great moment there. Where are you from, kid? <laughs> oh, uh, Queens. Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, this moment of, you know, wow, cat, you know. But uh, can't talk to me. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's really modern. And just uh, and just to off to off put for a second, I love what they did with Peter. I, I'm looking forward to Homecoming quite a bit. I yeah, me too. Because um, that but, casting's really grand. Yeah. And I don't care what they did with Mary Jane. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, to get back to supporting characters, I I really liked Misty Knight as well. Yeah. And I liked Scarf. He was interesting, and yeah. that I, I will say this: that shocked me the most when I found out he was dirty. It blew yeah. my fucking mind. Yeah, because um, he hit it so, so well. Yeah. I saw it as soon as he started taking his tie off. Well, I'm like oh, congratulations! You yeah. saw it two seconds before he yeah. killed. Yeah, yeah, actually, you want, I, a, you want I, a cookie? I, I, <laughs> I mean, they didn't show any sign of it before that. I just, pegged him as dirty from the from the, from his first scene because I knew there had to be a dirty cop yeah. right? <laughs> that had right. to be in the main cast. I used meta knowledge to yeah. peg yeah. him as dirty. I was like, I was just there's going to be a ride. dirty cop, and it's not going to be Misty because he, she's had sex with Luke. Right. <laughs> well, and if you know the comic. Well, not that kind of dirty Misty. anyway. Misty is a character from the comics. I she, I actually thought she was going to lose her arm. And see yeah, apparently comic. she has a bionic arm in the, in yeah, the comics. Yeah, Tony Stark. Was that a nod to it when she got shot in the arm? Could you be. Think? Yeah. Uh, they, uh, Claire even mentioned you might lose the arm. Oh, okay. And so... They are kind of why do we leave this this stitch here? You might lose the arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem is, I don't think they're going to do anything. You're going to mention anything with Tony Stark? Probably not. Well, that and they've actually and the head honchos at Marvel have actually said that while the TV shows and the movies exist in a shared universe, there's not going there's not going the Avengers are not going to just hop in and be like, hey guys, the Avengers are not going to make a cameo in Agents of Shield. For one, it would be way too expensive. Um, they can get Jackson to do it, but not, not the actual event. He'll do anything. Samuel That's because it's Samuel L. Jackson. He was on Snakes on a Plane. Yeah, I mean, that will do anything, even if, even if it, you know. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson, I believe, has has a, 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 a philosophy when it comes to casting of, yeah, that sounds cool, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. As long as it does sound cool. Yeah. There has been some word from Marvel that there is a possibility of some of the Defenders showing up. Well, See, having, that's the other way around. Having yeah. a TV show character show up on, in the movie is very possible. Right. Having right. the movie character show up in the TV show not is so not really yeah. some people, economically some people feasible. Argue about I mean, that. yes, they had the Lady Sif show up, but she was a bit character in the in yeah. in, in, yeah. in in Thor movies. She the scale the amount you have to pay her is very less than yeah. you have to pay Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Hemsworth. Right. Especially uh, Robert Downey they, friggin' Jr. Speaking yeah. of Avengers, they had some more little, uh, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod, like, oh, magical hammers, and yeah. Scarf mentioned, oh, well, the moment this takes this gun becomes a magical hammer, then sure, but until yeah, that day. No, but then, but then <laughs> also, the bullets, the Judas bullets, Green monsters. used the uh, metal that they used the Chitauri, Chitauri metal. Chitauri, yeah, used Chitauri. Chitauri. And all those guns Chitauri. that were just in hammer. Yeah, hammer they're tech, all hammer yeah, tech. They're all right. hammer tech, which yeah, I'm surprised haven't worked, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, to be fair, in, as far as the movie universe goes, War Machine was Hammer Tech. Most and he worked great. The only thing that didn't work was the ex wife. Right. So hold on a second. Yeah, the, Tachari Metal. I thought they were saying Chitari. I was. Chitari. Chitari. 
Yeah, I thought that was from space or something. Well, it is. Yeah, the aliens. The Chitauri were the It's aliens. left over from Oh, those, those were the faceless hordes at the event, end of yeah. Avengers. Yeah. No wonder I forgot their name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because the, uh, the Chitauri have made... Uh, uh, tech from the Chitauri have made uh, uh, appearances in S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, so are we to understand that that's just suits, like, mopping up the area and, like, hoarding stuff from the oh, fight, yeah. essentially? Oh, yeah. I mean, people S.H.I.E.L.D. Just... actually had a couple of times where their job was just collecting leftovers from the Chitauri invasion. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, there, there was a point where they had to, uh, uh, one of the people would spontaneously combust from exposure to uh, parts of the Chitauri, uh, uh, Chitauri uh, metal. I would be I'd be interested to know how it went from like what what that, well hell I mean half of Shield was Hydra for for God's sake <laughs> right. that question answers itself about well, who is who is corrupt or whatever it's like take your pick like half of them are dirty anyway or at least right. they were and you had debris all over New York yeah you know I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah some of it's just random people rolling up and taking stuff I guess exactly there's yeah. a couple of um I think like looters one, well, like how many one times? shots or whatever like five minute things one was this uh, husband and wife who were down on their luck, needed money, and they found one of the Chitauri guns, and they started robbing banks with it. Right. <laughs> well, how many how many of the Chitauri did the Hulk simply smash into buildings? Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's know? a little bit of Chitauri tech all over the place. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, I was like, what's this thing that just landed in my apartment, and what was it carrying? Yeah. You know, this pulp thing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the Chita- and there is no way you could contain all of that. I right. mean, there was Chitauri stuff blowing up Oh, by the oh, way, nice. um, we're talking about uh, the Tachari. Is it Chitari? Chitari. Chit. 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 Okay. Chitari. Uh, so it's like it's like Atari, but Chit. Yeah. Right. Chitari. Got it. And that'll be yeah. my mnemonic device. It should be Atari. Chitari. <laughs> <laughs> so Chitari. Um, that that brings it back to the whole you know magic bullet thing yeah. of of him actually having a weakness. What what I was surprised about was they 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 pursued that which was obvious they're going to, but they didn't pursue any of the other things where and this was one of my favorite lines of the show too is when Maria was like, oh he's bulletproof okay so drown him poison him like do <laughs> all these other things yeah, yeah exactly like there's all these other ways you can kill the guy he's not invincible and it's Mariah coming over that the one who didn't want to be involved in any yeah, well on exactly. the surface level but deep down. Yeah, because she, she was she, always that way. She, she just yeah, didn't she, admit it to herself. Well, she, yeah, because she was she was a, she was groomed in the same manner. By, yeah, by by Mama, by right. Mama Mabel. Mama Mabel. Yeah. Uh, she was groomed to be the the legit front uh-huh. because I mean politics and crime. The yin to the yang. Yeah. Well, I mean politics makes the a politician's uh, slush fund makes the perfect money laundering. Right. <laughs> you know. But yeah, um, anyway, I was just going to say, like, I'm surprised they didn't uh, have any of those other methods or dangers come up in the show as just the bullet thing, which I was, yeah. frankly, a little disappointed that they didn't explore other stuff. It'd be hard to try to, first of all, get a hold of Kate. But I guess there's a season two. And then restrain him in a way where they could try to drown him. Right. Or a little hard to drown a man in the middle of Harlem. This is true. Yeah, or gas him, you know, because... You know, show me a building he can't break out of. <laughs> well, you, you have those targets where you know he's going to stomp in. You just yeah. lead him into a trap. Of course, he can break your wall, so it'd probably yeah. be hard to keep him in a spot. <laughs> so yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's the real trick. It is difficult. Um, yeah. But with, you know, and but yeah, I think that early on showed how smart Mariah really was. And how ruthless. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that was ruthless. But, you know, it gets us to Shades, who was, the, you know, the only person who, if they had listened to him, 
they would have been okay. And also, yeah. I totally called the Shades Mariah kiss. Like, I saw that coming a while a mile away. I yeah. was like, okay, these two are like thinking. Yeah. They're yeah. like two peas in a pod with the way they think and operate. So it's yeah. only a matter of time. I also right. like how Alex just turned full evil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mariah's intern. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like well, no, yeah, I want to be a part of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. you see this. Yeah, you see this this progression because he's doing everything he can for her. I wasn't surprised. It was still pleasant though. It was yeah, like, it was. It was like yes, this it made perfect sense for the character because he believes in what he's doing. Mariah <sighs> believes in what she's doing. Like, I'm now she, drinking a virgin rum and coke, so everyone care if anyone cares. <laughs> so how much rum is a virgin rum and coke? Uh, not, much, they're not all that much. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm a little buzzed because there was way too much rum in the first <laughs> rum and coke. This is kind of balancing out. Right? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> oh, uh, so now that I'm glad to... I don't have to drive here in another hour to hour and a half. <laughs> now that we're able to talk about spoilers, we talked earlier about how the fact that um, names and references that were relevant to Harlem and how they had effect in the story. Right. The Christmas Addicts. The Christmas Axe building, where Christmas Axe was the first... Um, casualty. casualty for the Revolutionary War, and then that's the first thing Luke goes after. And then it becomes a me. It becomes a a uh, a thing. It becomes a verb. Yeah, get my Christmas addicts on. Well, and I love how he, he was dressing down that thug. He was like, "You're so ignorant. Like, where do you think you are right now? What do you yeah. think's going on? Like, get a hold of yourself. Have yeah. some dignity. You know? Yeah. It, it just. I mean, and, straight and, up talks him out of even pulling the trigger. Yeah. Which is so much more impressive than just, oh, I can smash things. And now right. I am going to say a couple things that I want to indicate um, full well that I that, that I am, once again, white. I really, like, it. I really like how much of a double standard, uh, how, how much he pulls out the fact that there is a double standard about the word nigga. Yeah. 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 And yes, I'm going to say it. Yeah. Um, because it's important. Because he dressed, because that's, yeah, I, I am using, I, I am, I am quoting here, but I'm also trying to be as academic as possible and not say the N word because I feel like, eh. uh, in any case. Well, you'll yeah, notice, yeah. you'll notice they don't actually do the traditional N word either. It's all just nigga in the show. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, well, I don't know. It's, it's. Well, that's because there's, there's always been a very, very light linguistic de- 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 delineation between <laughs> the word nigger Right. right, the word nigga. Right, yeah. and, and, and I'm trying. Once again, I'm really don't. Uh, if anyone hates me, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, but no. This, I mean, yeah, these I are not words like... that I like to use, but I feel like uh, using by by not using them in this particular case. Uh, it's, it's is kind of well, this is just the way I look it's at it. If you weird. avoid it, and that's like it can be, uh, it could be like paternalistic, and I think if anything, that's the racist thing to do yeah. is to yeah. just like, oh well, it's... let's not even discuss anything and yeah, just but la la I, la. Yeah. Let's um, erase, that, yeah. let's erase that experience. Right, yeah. exactly. But I yeah. like how I he. Like I, but I like how he says, you know, I'm, we're standing in front of the Christmas Attics building. He's the first casualty in the Civil War, and you see a nigga in front of you. I mean, revolution. Yeah. <laughs> revolution. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry, yeah. wrong war. I'm sorry. And I like that he uh. did not like the use of that term. Yeah. Uh, because I, you know, it, it is one of those things that you do kind of have to drag out into the light. Yeah. Um, it, and with it, the, I, I, I don't like the use of it at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. and, and it's it's not like you're reclaiming something noble. It's yeah. not like a Tarantino movie where you, you that you hear all the time just because Tarantino loves the freaking word. Mm-hmm. It's Harlem. It's gonna be there. Yeah, yeah. it's it's gonna be used in vernacular. But he calls it out too. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Does. he no. calls he calls it like, out. And be like in you prison. Know. It's like what kind are you? This is one that doesn't like to be called that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> and and uh, um, 
Okay, so one of my favorite. So much hate email this time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Well, the the thing is, I think one of my favorite parts that showed Luke's humanity and the um, the absolute coolness that is Harlan is when he goes in. uh, It's late in the series, um, and he goes in. He's like, I do not have time for this. Goes in to stop a robbery, and it's with Method Man. And Method Man's and right, there. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Right there. That and was yeah, that was something I definitely wanted to say. Uh, you know, it's like, no one was spoiler territories or not. Yeah, yeah. I love the 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 bulletproof, yeah. which was a reworking of, of of an actual Method Man man track yeah. with Luke Cage thematics. I loved it. That, that was, was amazing. Awesome. <laughs> well, and I love the interaction. He was like, also, I loved man, how they actually got Method Man. <laughs> right. Boy, I like you know, so, so you know, in, in Method Man is like. You know, like, man, it's you. And Luke's like, no, it's you. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, to see like, a hero fanboy. Yeah. Yeah. He just points at his Some, some socks. I'm way ahead of you. Yeah, it was just like, it was like that. The instant solidarity between, yeah. you know, just yeah. like, you're my hero. I can help you out. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, and then they start great. selling the used bullet Which, of course, made the cops' job that much harder. But in this in this particular case, that was necessary. Well, that's, that's what they were going for. Yeah, they were, yeah. It was a big, it was they were a looking big, for a big black guy in a hoodie with bullets. Like, all right, we'll, we'll all start wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah suddenly hoodies all with over the place. I am Spartacus. No, I am Spartacus. Exactly. I am Luke Cage. Meanwhile, Luke Cage is going around in a camo hoodie that he got from Method Man that doesn't have a scratch on it. Right. And, you know, he, he doesn't get shot from that point on. I would really hate to be the guy that put a bullet hole in that hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, seriously? This is a gift from Method Man. <laughs> I'm going to break everything on you that can break. <laughs> you know? I like, I got to say, I really liked, um, something that I really liked to bring it down a, a moment there. Um, <laughs> after he got shot two times and got initially caught by the cops and he had the, and the viral footage came off. Yeah. He said, he says, he, he says to himself, Sorry, guys. <laughs> and then he smacks one of them and then immediately grabs him and shields him from the, the bullet, which they the don't cop. show in the viral footage. Right. Yeah. You know. Um, and then rather than leave him in the windshield, he puts him on the ground next to the other one. Yeah, it takes him out of the street. Well, and, and you got that whole interaction leading up to that, that with context, that viral footage would not have, yeah. would not have had the same impact. And so you know, it really shows that people were seeing what Mariah wanted them to see. Right, yeah, right. what other people wanted them to see. What the what the but if Mariah had access to it, why didn't no? Why didn't New York City Police Department you know not show the full footage? Because at that point, the New York City Police because Department half of them were on also. The payroll. Well, that, that, no, no, half of them were already were the payroll. The half of them that were on the payroll were already arrested. Yeah, because um, because when Cottonmouth the, the Cottonmouth death and Cottonmouth's death and the shakedown of the department happened already, right. of, but uh, because of Scarf's book, but it should be pointed out mm-hmm. that at that point in time, Cage was wanted uh, for the murder of Cottonmouth. True, right? That's true. Yeah, and they and they were and they needed and that. the inspector, what's her name, did have an axe to grind and wanted Cage dead, taken down. Right. So yeah. why release a video where people are going to go, oh, so he's just defending himself. He's right. But I love I love her. I love the inspectors. I can't remember her name. Uh, I love the inspectors. Priscilla. 
Priscilla was, Priscilla was her first name. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love right. her turnaround. And the, also the realization that they had, you know, uh, the cops on the beat. Because it, this was not an indictment of, of police in general. You know, it was an indictment of, of crooked cops. But, you know, you got that guy from the mayor's office and, and you got the inspector. And they're going, we don't want to use these things. Yeah. Because whatever ends up in our hands yeah, eventually ends street. up on the street. Right. You know, these yeah, I think who... they did a good job of balancing that, where you had the dirty cops and, and all that stuff, but at the same time, you had just the average Joe cops that are like, hey, yeah. like I don't want to be a part of this. Like You're making this worse. Yeah. Like it's going to be more dangerous for us out there, too. I also yeah. like how there was a cop who caught Luke Cage uh, after he escaped police. police. Right. Yeah. And, and he was like, and, and there, there's this little exchange of like, no, I, I, I'd, uh, I'd take these streets if I were you. <laughs> right. Yeah. What are you, yeah. you going to tell them? The truth that I found that, that I found you, but you outran me. I mean, look at my, look at my physique. Man. <laughs> yeah. Look how old I am, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and it was you know, but yeah, he, he had the cop by the end of it. I mean, he had the cops pulling for him anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. And I think that was the other, another part of that of this is Harlem. You can have people on both sides of the blue line, as you know, as, as you pointed yeah. out, that are. Both good and bad. Both they're just human. Well, yeah, that's. I like, like how he also yeah. end up uh, something something I really like in the very end of the of the, of the series. Um, mm-hmm. In so many movies or television shows or what have you, wrongfully accused man escapes uh, it, it escapes confinement, mm-hmm. finds uh, you know mm-hmm. f- find, finds perpetrator of actual of, of actual crime. Right. They never get to the point where uh, wrongfully accused man still has to serve time for having escaped police confinement. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually because they just drop those things. Well, yeah. Well, well when you're flaming even, cops around. Yeah, it's not even dropped on screen or off. I mean, mm-hmm. most of the time. It's usually just like, yeah, cool. like yeah. good job, congratulations, and then, they, and then they cut to... Pat on the back. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in this case, he's done... He, all charges in New York have been dropped against him, but they're like, you know, you still broke out of prison in, in Georgia, right? Yeah. And they're like, and, and Luke is like, yeah, <laughs> I did. And they start getting a handcuffs. That's not going to be necessary. Says who? Says me. <laughs> and and he just goes with them. And I love how nice they were with him. Like, you need anything to drink? Like, no, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. Just talk to him like a regular guy. Like, yeah. Well, by by then the thing is, is that they knew they knew what he had done. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the fight with Cottonmouth. Um, you know, Diamondback? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. The fight with Diamondback. The other snake. Yeah, the other yeah. snake. <laughs> um, the fight with Diamondback was for the... It, that was the point where, no matter what happened, Diamondback had already lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because it comes out completely apparent that Luke had already won the soul of Harlem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. he, was, he was the heart of Harlem. The only thing that really needed to happen was Diamondback had to lose so that they could check the fist print mm-hmm. right exactly right and, and i love how it, it was subtle they, they didn't hit you over the head with it how he realized that diamondback's suit was absorbing the power from his punches yeah i didn't even know i, I couldn't even tell exactly how he knew how that he had noticed that i was really expecting him to just rip the power plant off the back i was too but I was, then i yeah, realized I but then i realized that. he's seeing it you know after every time he hits him well he, done michael no, that was, that was not I, nice. I, I had my I had mine turned down. Um, I'm a good boy and put my phone yeah, on silent. Well done then, Ben. I put my phone on silent. Um, 
Anyways, uh, yeah, that's maybe that was mine then, somewhere in this room. That's why he, Luke took all his punches was to wear down the battery. Wear down right. the battery because because every time he hit him, the only time he saw the back of him was when he punched him and he spun him around and he'd see the back the back of the battery, you know, go do 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 do, you know, and so he started realizing, yeah, every time I hit him, I'm making him stronger. Yeah, it's taking kinetic force from him. Exactly. So yeah, that's why he let him hit you know beat yeah. him down because he was and and you could see it. You could see it as as each punch took more and more out of Diamondback until you know Luke could just basically you know punch him across. the And board. I love that for you know twelve episodes, the entire thing was political detective work and whatever, and it still all came down to a fist fight between two brothers in the streets mm-hmm. of Harlem while mm-hmm. Harlem was cheering Luke on. <laughs> yeah, 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 and it, it was just. And, and, Take a chance, so, Luke. Yeah. Well, they do a good job of uh, you know making the fights that the traditional superhero stuff and fights scenes. Sorry, eleven. Uh, make they have so much more like meaning and significance. Yeah, when stakes, you have when you lay the groundwork with all the other stuff, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When the stakes mean so much, you know, it's not the world. It's it's this you know little group of blocks, but they are so important. I mean, I, as amazing as Daredevil is, there's certain scenes in that where it's just like okay, it's just Daredevil beating up on some guys. Right. It's like it, no big deal, whatever. Yeah. Most of those. That was why my right. favorite scenes in Daredevil all involve Stick. <laughs> yeah, he's I love Stick. The, the fights with Daredevil <laughs> were less about the fights and more about what Matt goes through. Yeah, yeah. as a person with no powers, doing all this. Oh, no doubt, no yeah. powers. Well, not well, no powers. He well, has no actual powers. He just has heightened senses. Well, but that in and of itself is a power. One would say. Yeah. It's, it's high not, powers and senses and reflexes. He is just trained to use his senses in a way we take for granted. Well, he there, has no actual power. There is a theory that he has a radar sense. And they showed that to a certain extent. Well, he definitely has a radar sense. Yeah, they showed that to a certain extent. Um, you know, in... in I, I, I was... You know, they, they, did a, they did a you know pretty good job in the uh, Affleck uh, Daredevil. But they did so much... More nuanced job in the in the Netflix. I want to sidetrack us too far at Daredevil. I was just yeah. I just yeah, want to make right. that comparison. But By the way, Daredevil was great. You should watch it. Yeah, watch yeah. Daredevil. But um, yeah, I, I think. Um, but yeah, Method, Method Man's you know uh, rap that yeah, was so bulletproof. Ju- bulletproof that was just just but, amazing. Uh, back to Diamondback and Cotton. Now, there's something I wanted to say is a lot of things. Uh, any superhero movie. One of the biggest complaints that usually comes out is how someone doesn't look like their comic book counterpart. Right. Cottonmouth is a great example of one who shouldn't. Have you seen Cottonmouth in the yeah. comics? Oh yeah, uh, not in a long time. Well, yeah, his, uh, yeah. his, his big hand- white handlebar mustache, mm-hmm. actual shark teeth, and then a unibrow that rocked his eyes. It actually made him look like he had a snake face. Yeah. And then he wore a green suit with. Uh, yellow trim, so he literally looked like a snake. There, there weren't, a, there wasn't a lot of subtlety helmet. in those comics. Yeah, yeah, and he had a he had a helmet that basically um, looked like a snake snake. That was a diamondback. It was that. I'm sorry, diamondback. Yeah, yeah. the suit that he got at the when he, right, when he fought Luke was yeah, yeah, so very very primer. close. To yeah, his to comic the, book. The diamondback. Look. But yeah, it didn't Cotton look bad. Yeah, I like how that. I I like how they just skip to the '90s and farther. Luke Cage hero for hire. Get up instead of spending any time in the. I'll point out the tiara, etc., is not the first. Is not the only costume. He's not like he's went just from that to a hoodie. Yeah, yeah. right. He's done. He's had a he, he, like any other comic book character who's been alive for more than ten years. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's had about 30 costumes. He's had several uh, costumes. <laughs> Not literally 30, but I mean... Yeah, but he's... he's um, Blue Beetle changed costumes, I want to say, six times in one year once. Yeah. By the way, well, the, uh, nobody's the got anything stuff. on Ted <laughs> uh, Nobody's got anything on Supergirl. No, the Wasp, Janet Van Dyne. <laughs> She's gone through a lot as well. But I don't yeah. know. Supergirl. We can have a fashion episode later. Supergirl's yeah. up yeah. there. Yeah. I want to point out at the very end. I'm my prediction is the. Uh, I mean, it may be obvious to some, but. Um, the Pops Barbershop is going to become the office for Heroes for Hire. That's I'm making that prediction now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty oh, sure. Because they're, they're talking about, hey, what do we do with the building? No one's going to get haircuts anymore. Whatever's going to be going to be great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they kind of beat you over the head with it, yeah. I think, towards and the end. And anyway. I'm, I'm I will also share this prediction. We're not getting into predictions, apparently. Um, there will be at least one Luke Cage cameo in Iron Fist. Gotta yeah. be. I think Claire will be, because uh, she's been everything else. And you see her tear yeah. off that... Kung Fu or martial arts right, training. Right, right, yeah. Well, and, and which I'm ready. Which I'm guessing was for Dan, from Danny. Um, actually, it may have been from it Colleen. Was Colleen. Yeah, Colleen Wing. Yeah, yeah because they isn't that the same spoiled. person who trains uh, Jessica's friend? Uh, no, because uh, that was from Krav Maga, which is Israeli. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, she did Krav Maga. Yeah. 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 Colleen Wing is one half of the Daughters of the Dragon, which Misty is the other yeah. half. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they, they at one point. Uh, they had uh, Nightwing restorations. Yeah. Um, as as a, but yeah, Colleen. We've seen we've seen Colleen, but I've I've seen it somewhere. There's a spoiler that you know Claire Claire gets, uh, gets her gets some training from Colleen. Um, okay. So yeah, I was thinking that although was be for, from Danny too. Okay. Obviously. Easter egg, Stanley. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. What was that poster? Say officer, say officer, yeah. Oh yeah, Officer Lee. Yeah, because he was, uh, but he was, he was the poster. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, you know, and a lot uh, easier to do a cameo of him when he's just when he's just a picture. Exactly. If you see something, say Excelsior. Yeah. <laughs> um, if but you see something, say nothing and drink to forget. Sorry, wrong podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so by the way, I'd like to go out, go ahead and plug Welcome to Night Vale. You should totally listen to it. Yeah. Uh, so, me and Ben were talking. Um, last night about I was I was worried about the possibility of yeah they were going to use Claire the release Coulson to get the Avengers together by killing Coulson to get the Defenders together yeah, yeah. that they might kill Claire as a way of getting the event, the Defenders together nah because nah, yeah. the thing is she is the nightmare she is an actual right. she's like the connective thread whereas Coulson think... everybody loved him but they made him up for the first movie right yeah, yeah. they made him up for Iron Man and, and just everybody and freaking just loved him because he was amazing. <laughs> She's like the tour guide of the Netflix market. Well, he was the only shield agent that actually survived. Yeah. And he was, you know, he was still, and he was the only one who seemed to keep his cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, so and, that's and what Star Stone. I don't know. He doesn't tell me anything, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's that. All of his dead, his total deadpan. Yeah. I love it if Coulson showed up. He <laughs> could. Know? I'm still waiting for the Avengers to find out Coulson's alive, and I want to see Tony, of all people, and Cap punch Fury for it. Right, yeah. Cause if there's My prediction thing. as far as that goes, because I know it's, it's got to be coming down the line at some point, mm-hmm. I think it's going to happen at the at, close to the end of... The Infinity arc? Close, close to the end of the first movie of Infinity. Yeah. Because, keep in mind, if the Infinity arc's going to be two movies. It's not anymore. 
No, it, it, it is. Well, They're just not calling the second name. one in right, Infinity right. War Part Two. Right. It's still two movies. Right. Yes. They're not changing that. Um, I'm thinking it's going to happen at the end of of Infinity War, because at the end of, of Civil War, to get completely off topic from Luke Cage for a little bit, um, at the end of Civil War, you had the essentially the Tony Stark Avengers and the Captain America Avengers. Yeah. And I, what I'm thinking what's going to happen here is that the first movie is going to be all about just the Tony Stark Avengers. And the Captain America Avengers are going to be completely out of it. They'll probably, I'm, and then Coulson's going to show up in freaking Wakanda and say, Cap, we need your help. <laughs> I'm hoping Cap's actually going to be going by Nomad now because he's given up the moniker of Captain America when he yeah. dropped his shield. Eh. There was a time for a while where he, well, he might also he also he also might go by Universal Soldier. Maybe. I, I think I we're get, I think we're getting into more like hardcore comic book fan territory where a mass market superhero movie that's probably not going to happen. Yeah, they, be, they'll, people they'll want their cap, and Cap's yeah. going to be there. Yeah, yeah like, he'll still be uh, Cap. It just won't be. He will be. He will call him Steve, or instead of calling him Cap. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe, but I just don't or predict that all those other but, little yeah. side things are going to happen in the mainstream movie. Right. Yeah, well, I, I'm comfortable I've, making. That I've prediction. given up trying to predict where Marvel's going to go. Yeah. I'm just saying because I, they, I, they they pleasantly surprised me, exceeded my expectation at every turn. My expectation is for Coulson to arrive, and my, and my expectation is that he will arrive in. That movie in uh, Infinity because that he can he, because he can be the catalyst for bringing the team together to fight Loki mm-hmm. by dying, and then he can be the catalyst for bringing the team back together hey, by, being alive. by being alive again. <laughs> <laughs> so how about that uh, Luke Cage? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're starting. Yeah, we're starting. But um, yeah. So that, that does make it hard, you know, given the way that Luke Cage ended. In Iron Fist, yeah. Well, they should. They showed them find the file. The yeah, ground. Bobby found the. So file it's not like he's going to be shop. there for long. Yeah, I'm also mm-hmm. expecting um, um, the that my my further expectations mm-hmm. is that Claire does happen to know an excellent lawyer. Yes, yes, she does. Yeah. Yeah. several times. Yeah, <laughs> that is going to end up with the file. There's uh, that. So the beginning of Luke Cage is actually going to feature a flashback to. Matt Murdock springing uh, to, to Matt Murdock defending Luke Cage and being like, "Here, the charges were trumped up." Yeah, right. um, I think that'll be the beginning of Defenders because Defenders will be out before the next season of Luke. Oh, yeah, that, okay. would, that would make yes. sense. We have Iron Fist coming out in March, and six months after that is Defenders. Which okay, is, which, is an easy, which is an easy segue for Daredevil and Luke Cage. Yeah, right. It's like, why'd you do this? <laughs> we have a mutual <laughs> friend, and of course, uh, obviously Jessica Jones. I mean, and then I doubt that they'll do this, but I'm hoping after Defenders. Luke and Iron Fist don't get any more seasons alone, and they just do Heroes for Hire. Yeah, I think that that would be that would be the best idea because they never because once they teamed up, they never really had right. solo they, series again. They just had yeah. Heroes for Hire, One Romance the, for Life. Yeah, original yeah. Marvel Bromance was those two. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that did you see the latest trailer for Iron Fist? Uh, no, but apparently it, there's one that just came out recently. Yeah, you get to see the tattoo on his chest, and you see his hand do the chi glow. Chi glow, and yeah. it looks like a dragon. <laughs> yeah, I have so not weird. seen that. And uh, we'll have to watch that. Pretty well, we're done Adam recording. Chang was that her name from Daredevil? The Chinese oh, chick the, yeah. who was running heroin. I believe Daredevil so. across the room. <laughs> she popped up in that trailer. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, then we get uh, we, we get hints uh, through various sources that. Uh, Jenny Garth, or uh, the lawyer character. Yeah, Garth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's going to be in 
in uh, um, in Iron Fist. I'll tell you who I want to see appear in Iron Fist. I'm holding holding out hope. Let's get a cameo from Squirrel Girl. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I think, is it Anna Kendrick is pushing to be able to play her? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, um, I know that, uh, and, and they, they uh, New York, in New York Comic Con, oh. they revealed the, the villain for, uh, or who's They revealed the actress, the, yeah, not the actual actress. character yet, Sigourney Weaver, the villain for Defender. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Sigourney <laughs> Weaver's God. the villain. Yeah, Sigourney Weaver is such a handsome actress. Oh, God. <laughs> at Comic Con, they got the defenders together for the first time, and then they said, "Well, we've got a little surprise for you. We've got our villain. We're not saying who it is yet, except for the actress. So, introducing Sigourney Weaver." <laughs> yeah, and, and I bet that, that, that the crowd just lost its collective shit. They That's twelve. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, do we have any other big, significant thoughts on Luke Cage before we go, continue uh, to go off and seriously watch it? Um, yeah, um, we're actually pretty much running about uh, running about time as well, so we might as well just cut these uh, cut this to an end. Final roundtable. Uh, one other thing, it, it's something that's been becoming getting a lot more common in superhero stuff lately. It's the science behind their powers. That couple episodes when Luke got shot and they actually started going into mm-hmm. why his skin is the way it is, and it actually is a double edged sword because once he got shot, they couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, because they couldn't cut into him because even right. the soft the soft tissue. Under the skin, he never got long. shot again with Judas bullets. I kind of wanted him to, That's so that they could twice. potentially. Well, yeah. I was kind of like, hoping that they would do it again, so they would bounce off. Because in the comics, later, um, after getting, I think, shot with a special bullet that could go through skin, I think it was adamantium tipped instead of Chitari metal, but tomato, tomato. Yeah, he ends right. up having to go through the process again, and it makes him even stronger in, in his skin, even tougher, and then, it, and then. Uh, he goes up against the same person, and and the bullet bounces off him. I was really kind of hoping that would happen. So it's like an immune system yeah. strength. Well, kind of yeah, technically, go he did go through it again. He went through the whole thing again. Yeah, the whole whole process again. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So I was kind of hoping that he would actually get shot at some point, <laughs> and it would bounce off and be like, "What the? But it's supposed to work. Why isn't it working?" Right. <laughs> Maybe they're saving a few things up their sleeve for season two. True. 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 Yeah. True. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, trying to think i just overall uh, it was it was one of the best series i mean i still love yeah. daredevil um daredevil is still my favorite yeah me too but, but this I, is close Luke, man i think for sheer made me love what it was that he was defending or what it was he was standing up for i think luke cage did that better than daredevil yeah um, and again and normal for Marvel now. It's like common practice, the casting. Oh, God. Mike Coulter, great Luke Cage. Yeah. We saw it already in Jessica Jones, but we saw it even more. Yeah. I got, he's got himself. that voice. Yeah. yeah and I, I saw an interview with him, and he, he divulged that his voice changed when he was like 10. Yeah. So he's yeah. basically sounded like this his entire life. That's crazy to me. And yeah. I don't remember all the act- actresses and actors' names, but the guy who played Cottonmouth was amazing. I am. Uh, yeah. The guy who played Diamondback, he just has a presence. He doesn't have to say much, and mm-hmm. you just gotta listen to him. Yeah, and and well, it's uh, and he, shades. Yeah. Oh, shades. It's so like good. you couldn't tell whether you wanted to like him or hate him, trust him, not trust him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, he was when they tried to when they tried to turn on him. 
I think that that's that most telling moment. Is, even though he's this evil character, whenever I saw that the fix was in and he was supposedly about to get killed, I was like, oh no, Shades is going to die. Like, right. that was my initial reaction. I'm like, not right. Shades. And I'm like, yeah. wait a minute, this guy's a horrible human being that deserves to die. I know. I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn it, they're going to kill Shades? I loved him. I know. Right? What's wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, 13. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. When Claire and Missy were beaten on, I was like, don't kill him, don't kill him, don't yeah, kill him. No, they wouldn't, they, that's the thing is they wouldn't kill him. But yeah, yeah, he got, he yeah got they're not killers. Him. But yeah, he was the only one who going on he had like 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 you said neil he had his head on right you know he was he was the one who should have been running the show oh all, yeah. all another all. quick thing we should touch on about shades is um that scene where diamond mouth or <laughs> i just combined them <laughs> diamond, <laughs> mouth. diamond mouth diamond mouth and cottonhead cottonhead sounds like an old like an old school luke cage villain when, uh, our, <laughs> when our powers combine <laughs> no uh, uh diamond back actually um he when diamond back was in there and he was just killing mob bosses like it was going out of style and Shades is just like all right this too will pass like i'm just gonna yeah. i'm just gonna wait this out and i you know he's playing the long game and i just i well, love how unflappable was, he was uh was that when uh, mariah had walked in yeah, that's when he was bringing mariah the, set up the meeting with all the gang bosses and then diamondback just comes. that was essentially and... that was essentially shades like okay i'm taking the training wheels off for mariah moment <laughs> yep yeah and then diamondback ruined it yeah <laughs> Yeah. Just because of my... See, I always have difficulty dealing with completely insane, irrational villains, mm-hmm. which he was, because if yeah. you even take a moment to actually think about what you're doing, you realize it's insane and irrational, except not, you don't, because you're insane and irrational. Right. He, his decisions made no sense. Right. Well, his decision was all these... mama. He was like he he blamed Luke for all of his problems because Luke was the non bastard son. And yeah, I know fourteen. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, but but seriously, yeah, that was one of my few complaints. That is, yeah, he what his motivation as a villain was weak. Right. Yeah, his motivation as a villain, was but weak. it was accurate. It was it was accurate, but you know the the character I think still. That influenced the entire thing, all the way through. Well, yeah, because he was working in the sh- in the background the entire time, mm-hmm. and you could tell before they even show him. No, no, like you were talking came... about pops. It says pops is the most important character, and I agree. Yeah, pops. Uh, pops is one. Well, okay, pops is the character that influences Luke from episode one <coughs> all the way to the end. All the way to the end. And also influences Cottonmouth. Yeah, right? yeah, all the way through his arc. All the right? way through his arc. Yeah, and it's. And it's not just so much about, you know, Pops, but it's that shop. That was what yeah. Pops built, and that was the enduring legacy all the way through. And it, I think it's kind of cool that they that they um, credit the char- the actor for all thirteen episodes. Yeah, I did not notice that. But I also oh, didn't I watch did. The That's credits. why I was like, okay, he died. Why is he credited for all the episodes? <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice that, but I also didn't watch the credits. Yeah. yeah. I don't what? have this tendency when I'm watching Netflix shows to watch the credits because I, I want to watch the next episode already, darn it. I yeah. looked on IMDb after he died, and I was like, huh, he's credited for 13 episodes, but he died in the first or second? Yeah, but, you know, in... in is because he sorry is for the scratching what, I had to check something into the wind sock uh, <laughs> he you know he is what Cottonmouth could have become yeah mm-hmm. yeah that was his real like that was his true significance when you boil it all down is he was this kind of uh, template 
for people where it's like, hey, like you can have a rough beginning and you can choose to go in this direction or this direction. And you know, he was basically the soundboard for what everyone yeah. could just yeah. like and pop and started as practically opposites, and, it was, and then they switched as they got older. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, because Cottonmouth was a was a musician, and stayed a musician yeah. even even when he was running the club and, and running. The, Which and, was but getting into the thing you you mentioned earlier, uh, that was why um, he ran Harlem's Paradise the way he did. He was always trying to get yeah. those big musicians. Partially because he's like, this is what I... Partially to, to remind himself of what he could have been. And what he wanted to be. And I think to help other people not have to be what he was. Yeah, yeah. and I like the little thing where he, you should see him playing for the first time. And he starts remembering killing his uncle. Mm-hmm. And he, like, his hand jerks. Like, it still bothers him that he did that. Yeah, and yeah. that gun. Yeah. That gun stays in, stays in through the whole episode, kind of like the the bad scene where everything went mm-hmm. wrong. Is that the gun that uh, Shades gives to Mariah? That Shades takes from Mariah initially too, as well. I think. Yeah, because that was Mom Abel's uh, gun. Yeah. Okay, so that was the same gun. That okay. she get, Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like the bad scene. Right. That's it what was, I thought. I mean, it was this tremendous. Tremendously understated symbol. It's like yeah. Rick's gun from Arrow, except that's a completely different universe. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it is. It was you know this that that gun was like the scene of violence, where Cottonmouth uses it to kill his uncle. Um, you know, and I, I also find find interesting even when they were upset with each other, that Cottonmouth and Mariah were still family. Always Until family. he said the wrong thing. Until he <laughs> said the ex- yeah, do not. You know you wanted it. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, don't tell a victim, you know, of sexual Never assault. tell a rape victim that they wanted it. Yeah. Well, no, I should also, we should also point out that um, most people that are murdered are murdered by members of their own family. Right. Statistically speaking. But so yeah, that is that perfectly was, in line with being family. Yeah, crime, yeah. Of, crime of passion. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that was where Mariah really, you know, that was where Mariah I expected know. Cottonmouth to actually make it through the end. I thought he was the villain for the season. I didn't, I didn't see that yeah. coming either. Yeah. But he, he fell out the window. I thought that he was going to end up killing her and then regretting that. Yeah. But no, she, dropped, she dropped the mic. <laughs> yeah, so to speak. <laughs> I think she dropped the mic stand. Yeah, yeah. yeah to be. Yeah. Yeah. Dropped the mic and, and then, the stand. And then that's another thing that made Shade so great. He's like, Look what Cage did, did to your cousin. <laughs> yeah, just right. And you talk about thinking on well, his feet. To be fair, well, he was. We, we find out later yeah. that Cage was already planning on coming, killing Cottonmouth, and flame, framing Luke Cage. <laughs> right. Yeah, Shades so, already knew all these angles but anyway. Again, but again, he, you know, he's like going, "Well, that didn't work." Yeah, it's like because you can see he's, he's like the plan. Like, cha- the yeah. plan has changed. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's uh, roll yeah. with it. Yeah, but yeah, and, and throughout that whole thing when he coaches her, yeah. DNA is very important. Just this, this very, you know, I you just very calm, almost hypnotic, yeah. you know, change into this, you know. And then when she's walking away, Mariah does a complete 182, because she's freaking out. And then as soon as he's done talking to her, she starts walking away, and you might as well prepare to mark another. He says, that is the last time you'll ever call me bitch. Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing about it is that he's loving it. Yeah. Like, he's like, that's my girl. Like, yeah. the wheels well, are turning inside. Like, he's yeah. grooming her from that moment on. Yeah. Yeah, because it was, because it, you'd see, I could almost see it in his, in his face. You know, when he comes in and finds her, he's like, well, that just happened. Right. Well, gentlemen, 
It's that time again. We have managed to talk for another hour and a half about things. Uh, do we have any final thoughts? If you haven't seen any of the Netflix Marvel shows, watch them all. Watch them in order. Yeah. Yes, worth doing. Yeah. yeah. Which it's season one, Daredevil, Jessica, season two, Daredevil, Luke. And then yeah. Iron Fist. And then Iron Fist. In March. Yeah. <laughs> right? Mike? Uh, it's, it's a really good show. Um, don't, um, I guess I would say people who don't necessarily have an interest or knowledge of the character, don't let that stop you. Just have faith in the quality of the Marvel Netflix stuff. Cause I, all been good. I didn't know anything about Jessica Jones whatsoever. And I really enjoyed that show. So yeah. I would just say to all those people out there who don't really know Luke Cage or don't think there may not be interested in him, just give the show a chance and you'll love it. Yeah. And, um, there was a thing I was going. To... Oh, um, Luke Cage, uh, despite there being a bit of of, uh, of sexuality and uh, and one semi graphic sex scene, <laughs> I'd say semi graphic. Um, yeah. It was not Game of Thrones levels, but uh, <laughs> it was suggested. There was yeah, there was, it was it was more than suggested. It was titillating. Um, yes, yeah, the funny thing is like uh, the <laughs> it was made they, without being showing it. The, yeah. They they were more it was titillating, very, it but was didn't have passionate. to have the tits. <laughs> it was very passionate. Right. Yeah. I think is a very good term for it. But despite it was very that, well shot. Despite that, there is a lot of violence um, and a lot uh, and a fair bit of cursing. But I would actually say this is something you could watch with, like, unlike Jessica Jones, which I would not watch with, say, a 15, 16 year old. Yeah. You could watch this with you, you could watch this with a teenager. Yeah. Um, so if you've got uh, if you've got a kid who's really interested in it, check it out. Um, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for alliteration, so tasteful titillation. Yes, something like that. And literally, and Ben, it looks like the final, the, the final, final thought le- rests with you. Oh, no pressure. Um, okay, make it something profound. <laughs> you know, actually, it is kind of profound. Oh, um, Luke Cage is a good way to see what it's like to be black in America, mm. both good and bad. Because it shows a lot of the black culture, how black culture affected American history. Mm-hmm. All the way from Crispus Attucks, the, the first man to die in the, in the American Revolution was a black man. The literature, the music, how it's affected all of American history. It, it, it kind of, it kind of, you know, it's, it's a, it does that without being black exploitation, without being a, without appealing just to a black audience. I think it's as, as universal a, a movie as, or a, a series as I have ever seen. Um, and it really opens your eyes into a different culture um, that still exists under our nose. And a, an awesome culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a great hero. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. He's no hero. Pay him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All he, right. He, he is a hero. All right. With that, I think we will uh, we will draw it to a close. I think next week we're gonna we're going to talk about uh, we're gonna talk about video games and especially nostalgic video games. We've actually had an episode in the can for a while um, that we will, that we will uh, be actually putting out next week because I promised a guy that we would. Um, and after that, I'm thinking maybe we should actually find something to complain about because we have not because all we've ever done we've we've done for like. Uh, for six episodes plus the video games episode that we're going to do is talk about things we liked. I would like to find something that we could talk about negatively for a little bit. I have a couple suggestions. We'll get to those later. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, so, this has been Neil, Michael, the one true Ben, and, and we will see you next time on Geek Fanthology.
This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by a period and the number 114. Ending theme is March of the Mind by Kevin McLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. We read all of them. If you really enjoy this podcast, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash working theory. A final thought, never backward, forward, always forward. An additional final thought? Final swear count for this episode, 15. We owe the swear jar at least $15. Damn! $16.